Today is Wednesday, April 6th, 2022, and John Durham has released bombshell evidence showing that Hillary Clinton's lawyer lied to the FBI. In case you were wondering, that's a crime. People will go to jail. John Durham, the wheels of justice turn slowly, and the hammer of justice falls quickly. Obama has shunned and humiliated Joe Biden at the White House. It's painful to watch. It's essentially elder abuse, and it shows you exactly who's in control in this country. Obama's third term? Yeah, we have the evidence that this is exactly what we're living through. Joe Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, is caught begging Hunter Biden for money, for cash in 2012. How deep does the rat's nest go? It goes straight to the pit of hell. We'll expose them all on this show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Special counsel Durham claims a newly released text message proves former Clinton campaign attorney Michael Sussman lied to the FBI. Sussman pleaded not guilty to lying to the FBI, specifically to then FBI general counsel James Baker during a September 2016 meeting. Durham claims that Sussman brought Baker information he knew was suspect about Donald Trump's campaign communicating with a Kremlin-connected bank. The information did not pan out. Durham says that when Sussman went to Baker, he did not disclose that he was working on behalf of the Clinton campaign, but billed the campaign in the following days. In a text message released publicly last night for the first time, the day before the meeting, we know that he said, according to the indictment, quote, Jim, it's Michael Sussman. I have something time sensitive and sensitive I need to discuss. Do you have availability for a short meeting tomorrow? I'm coming on my own, not on behalf of a client or a company want to help the bureau thanks what is happening right now is the collapse of the largest crime syndicate in american history it starts at the top hillary clinton and the clinton family it goes to barack obama and to joseph robinette biden if he's even alive maybe he's still in a coma maybe he's still being dragged around the white house alone and sad all by myself i want to be all by myself, and that's what Joe Biden is as the defunct third nipple on the <laughs> Barack Obama slate of events, which is all happening and culminating very much like a Batman movie. Yes, indeed. Have you ever seen The Dark Knight's famous movie? The Dark Knight, the Joker, meets with all the mob heads. They realize that the Caped Crusader and Batman is coming down on all of their schemes and that their schemes are no longer profiting and that things are very, very dangerous for the mob, the mafia, and the crime syndicates all around the country. People are very, very scared in Gotham City because Batman is destroying their way of life. They all gather together to meet because things are very chaotic. It's a famous scene. The Joker walks in. He has a vest full of grenades, right? He does the pencil trick. It's very famous for a guy like me, a big Batman fan. This is something that I liken to the current state of Washington, D.C. The reason why Barack Obama was at the White House yesterday, the reason why you're watching Hillary Clinton suddenly crawl out of her cave and onto MSNBC and onto any news network that will take her, boy, she is looking haggard too. And boy, Joe Biden is just so emaciated and just, he looks like death. What are they feeding this guy? These people are coming out of the woodwork because they're starting to realize that America has awoken to the crime syndicate. America is realizing that we have been duped and we have been led by criminality for the better part of the last 50 years and that the 
age of the neoliberal crime syndicate that has sold out and strip mined this nation is coming to an end. That it is indeed tightening, the cuffs are tightening around the arms that wished to defraud you and your children and your future. And we state it once again, the neoliberal worldview of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden is that America is over. They don't like this place. They don't want this place to be prosperous. They want to destroy this nation. They want to collapse our border, our economy, our dollar, and they want to collapse your future. They wish to strip mine this place and absorb, hoover up any value left and then ship it off to China and benefit from it. Ship it to clean energy, windmill farms, and various solar panel energy companies run out of China, which Hunter Biden's emails reveal was the plan to invest in Chinese energy and to strip and destroy American energy so that they can get rich. It's always about them. It's never been about you. It's only ever been about which places they can travel to in order to absorb and strip the power from you, the most powerful group of people in history. That's right. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like all of culture is against you. That's fugazi. That's intended to trick you into thinking that you are helpless. You are not. You are a member of the most powerful political class in human history. The American middle class is indeed the most powerful, wealthy, land-owning, educated, connected. Look at us now, talking right now, streaming over social media, multiple platforms. It's amazing. Four plus million of you tune in every single day in order to make sure that we remain connected and educated and that we are able to fight the real enemy of the American people, which is indeed the people who wish for America to be over. Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Joe Biden are doing everything in their power to make sure that you are stripped of your power to fight them. And that is why we lead our show off today. This was a tough show to book out and block out because there's so much happening right now. There's a lot of good news happening actually right now. We lead off our show today to state with absolute impunity that Hillary Clinton lied to the FBI through her lawyer. That's right. Dropped nuclear absolute atomic level weaponized uranium 235 of truth yesterday from Hillary Clinton's lawyer, a text message revealed by John Durham stating that he is indeed conspiring to lie to the FBI and to present to them false information in order to rig the 2016 election against Donald Trump. We have the text messages. We have the report. You saw it on the cold open clip. Michael Sussman colluding with the Clinton campaign to lie to the FBI, this in his own writing. This from a phone of the FBI special counsel, James Baker. Correction, general counsel, James Baker. At the heart of this case is a text message reading to you from the New York Post. From September 18th, 2016, the text message said that Sussman, which is Hillary Clinton's dirtbag lawyer who lied to the FBI, said to General Counsel James Baker that he was heading in to the FBI to give him time-sensitive and sensitive, I need to discuss information. I have something time-sensitive and sensitive I need to discuss, Michael Sussman writes. Do you have availability for a short meeting tomorrow? I'm coming on my own, not on behalf of any client or company. I want to help the Bureau. Thanks. Lie. 
We now know this was the scandal. The scandal was to have this man merchandise a smear. This is called the wrap-up smear. We've played the clip many times. The wrap-up smear goes like this. And this is using Nancy Pelosi's own words. You manufacture a lie. You create a lie about your opponent. You spread it to the media or to federal law enforcement in this situation. And then when asked about it, you say, well, the FBI is looking into it. I, it's not me. The FBI is open an investigation. You hide behind the patina of objectivity and authenticity in order to shop your lies around. This is exactly what the Hillary Clinton campaign did. And the lie to the FBI is that he wasn't working for anyone. In fact, prosecutors say, Sussman, then a cybersecurity lawyer at the powerhouse Democratic law firm, Perkins Coie, had deceived Baker and was acting on behalf of the Clinton campaign. Boom, there's your lie. Lying to the FBI. Boom, there's your germ scandal. And it goes up and up and up. Because who was directing him to lie? Who was running Michael Sussman? He was getting paid to do this. Who was his operator? That is where we get to Hillary Clinton. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans and you check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys, they don't want our worldview to be platformed. And so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture, and they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. We know that last week Hillary Clinton had to pay an FEC fine with the DNC for hundreds of thousands of dollars for lying about the Russian collusion hoax. This is the biggest story in the country, so we're not going to let it go. It was very, very, we very much wanted to start our show today talking about the embarrassment of Barack Obama and Joe Biden at the White House yesterday, but we had to give you this information. They're trying to silence this story. So we're going to talk about it. According to Monday's filing, preparation for Sussman's meeting with Baker began in late July and early August. Tech Executive One, who has been identified as Rodney Jaffe, began telling employees at the Virginia-based Newstar, where he was senior vice president, to mine and assemble internet data that would support an interference narrative tying Trump to Russia. This is what they say when they're talking about a criminal conspiracy, because this tech executive is telling his agents in order to start to create internet data that would tie Trump to Russia, and where he damn well knew that Hillary Clinton's scumbag lawyer, Michael Sussman, would be lying to the FBI about this. So he needed to hand them a report, the scumbag dossier, and then all this other internet data. So this was a criminal collusion. Plain and simple. This is the evidence that Durham is presenting now to the judge. Jaffe, who is not named in the filing, allegedly said that the point of effort was to please these VIPs, 
which Durham says refers to Sussman's and Perkin, Perkins Coie and Mark Eilis. Get ready, Mark Eilis going down with all of this as well. The Clinton campaign's general counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, the way that this all works with the special counsel is you take out the underlings, the agents, the muscle, and then you work your way up to the top. This is how it always works inside of RICO cases with the mob and the mafia. You get the soldiers on the ground and then you strangulate all the way up to the top and you get yourself to the bosses. You're able to say that the criminal conspiracy started at the top and you're able to work your way up. You need people to flip in order to do that. And that I think is what General Counsel is doing very, very well here. The Clinton campaign kept quiet about the engagement with Fusion GPS, so quiet that last week the Federal Election Commission fined the campaign $8,000 and $105,000 respectively for mislabeling payments to the firm that were routed through Perkins Coie. Legal advice and services rather than opposition research. Again, Hillary Clinton is getting fined for these types of illegal activities. Ladies and gentlemen, when it's the Federal Elections Commission's doing the fining, it's not Donald Trump's lawsuit, which is ongoing. It's not the special counsel, Durham, which is ongoing and heating up. It's actually the Federal Elections Commission. I mean, these people are just the stale, staid, white bread of our political discourse. When these people are saying that Hillary Clinton is guilty of sin and lying, you have an issue on your hands. The Federal Election Commission is not partisan. If anything, the Federal Election Commission is hyper-leftist and they are finding Hillary Clinton. Not a good day. Durham's motion seeks the admission of documents, including notes and conversations two FBI officials had with Baker about his meeting with Sussman. Get ready. Jaffe, Eilis, and Clinton campaign officials and Fusion GPS employees are now under the gun for violation and lying to the FBI. They also had contacted the CIA. We'll see how that thread pulls out. So did your client direct you to have those conversations, he was asked? Yes, he said, before attempting to backtrack moments later. So this is a quote that Sussman said as it pertains to also lying to the special counsel about who he was working for. See, the purpose of all this was to try and hide the fact that it was all emanating from the Hillary Clinton campaign and from the DNC. The purpose of all this was to deceive and to get federal law enforcement, in or I think this was like sort of a revenge porn kind of thing, because Hillary Clinton was under the gun from federal law enforcement for her mishandling of classified information and the destruction of criminal evidence on her servers. So she wanted to smear Trump with the exact same thing that was happening to her. As it is said, the iron law of wokeism, the iron law of Democrat policy is when you are guilty of sin as of something, then you will accuse the people accusing you of that of the same thing. So if Hillary Clinton is working with Russia in order to get information on Trump, which she was, Fusion GPS gathered and used Russian intel agents in order to get information on Trump and in order to rig our elections. Hillary Clinton, I repeat, I will repeat it for till my dying day. Hillary Clinton worked in concert with, with Russian agents and special operatives in order to rig the 2016 campaign. That is the verified factual truth. It was Hillary Clinton colluding with Russia surreptitiously through these little rat's nests of agents and intermediaries in order to try and rig the election. And then what does she do? She comes out to accuse Donald Trump of doing the same thing. It's the iron law of Democrat politics. What you are guilty of, you shall accuse those running against you of being guilty of the exact same thing. 
In a flurry of filings on Monday, Sussman's legal team argued that the evidence was inadmissible or hearsay, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to stand up. It's his own damn text messages. This is the end. This is the end for this criminal conspiracy. They will fall and we will see who goes down with them. So ladies and gentlemen, who goes down with Joe Biden? The other broiling, raging scandal in our country right now is Joe Biden and his son Hunter and Joe Biden's collusion with Hunter in order to grease giant bags of cash from the enemies of America and in order to enrich himself out of his office. Now, this is in violation of 750,000 billion laws in America. It's obviously and clearly illegal. Joe Biden is clearly referred to as the big guy in Hunter Biden's documents. And as we covered yesterday, Barack Obama is implicated as well because it's Barack Obama's Justice Department, Barack Obama's Ethics Department, and Barack Obama's State Department who was allowing this to happen under their noses. So who was in charge? Who were the people saying, hey, guys, this is illegal and you cannot do this. Barack Obama is going to be implicated in this. Now, we received a lot of emails from yesterday's show and feel free to email us, Benny at BennyJohnson.com. We love hearing from you. A lot of emails of people saying, okay, nothing's going to happen. I'm not a prosecutor. I am not on this case. I'm not on the Durham special counsel. I wish I was. That'd be super fun. John Durham, if you're listening right now and you need a spokesperson, happy to do it pro bono. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. But you must understand that the publishing of these headlines and the dragging out into the light is extreme punishment. I'm not saying that I don't want the people who are criminals in this case to go to jail and those who have committed criminal acts need to. And when they are found guilty, they should be punished severely and made examples of. What I'm saying is that the the, the pain is already starting because Barack Obama being dragged into this and being implicated is destroying Barack Obama's potential career because he is sitting there trying to bathe himself, as you saw yesterday in these disgusting images from the White House, bathe himself in the glory of having a successful presidency. It was not a successful presidency. The Democratic Party, in fact, lost over 1,100 seats during Biden's presidency, uh, during Obama's presidency. They'll lose more during Biden's presidency. Indeed, that tradition will continue. But Barack Obama has nothing but his name 
to run on for the rest of his life and to smug himself and slobber himself all over corporate boards and Netflix money and all this cash. And if you slander and smear and slime and destroy that name, if Barack Obama goes down with the Bidens and damages his reputation, if there are public hearings that cause extreme damage to the Obama brand and perhaps curtails Michelle from running for something in the future, which I think is probably the plan, well, then that is devastating. That's a PR crisis. That's why I believe you saw Barack Obama at the White House yesterday. This is a crisis mode for them. They must attempt to present a united front, and you have my absolute assurance, I know how these things work, that the vast majority of the day was spent with Obama and Biden and Harris in a room with their counsels and their lawyers saying, what the literal hell do we do next? How are we going to fight this brewing hurricane of a scandal that could collapse us all, that could end the crime syndicate? And Joe, shut up. I'm the captain now. Remember, I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now, right? Captain Phillips, the pirates, and Barack Obama has stormed the ship and is indeed the pirate of this Biden presidency. He was always, I believe, the th- this was always Barack Obama's third term. He even said he wanted it, and we'll get to that clip in a second. First off, if you wish to view elder abuse on a political stage, of course, we're not condoning elder abuse. These things are horrible. But if you're talking about it metaphorically, politically, you don't get worse than what happened at the White House yesterday. Please, Tucker Carlson, take it away. Joe Biden is now the most unpopular person in virtually any room he enters. If you doubt it, watch this. This was the scene at the White House today. Take a careful look at this. You've never seen anything like it. That's the president of the United States in his own house, shunned. Nobody would talk to him. So Biden wandered off looking vacant as a crowd formed around a former president, Barack Obama, who was obviously deeply grateful for the attention. And then it got worse. It got much more poignant than that. Watch Biden try to horn in on the conversation swirling around Obama. Everyone involved in that conversation, including Kamala Harris, who supposedly works for Biden, ignored Biden completely. Biden desperately tried to get Obama's attention. He puts his hand on Obama's shoulder. He even calls him Barack, like they're friends. But Obama blows him off. He acts like Biden's not even there. Tucker, as ever, can say things more beautifully and succinctly than I. We thought we'd enter this bit of information into your brain by saying, Tucker, please go at what's happening here. And what's happening here is humiliation porn. Tucker probably can't say that on the air, but I will. It's humiliation porn. They were knowingly and wantingly embarrassing and humiliating Joe Biden to his face. This was punishment. Communists believe in collective punishment. They believe in struggle sessions. During Mao's China, they would bring out dissidents who were against the communist revolution and they would humiliate them in front of the town. They would embarrass them, beat them, and hang signs around their neck. This was Barack Obama hanging a public sign around Joe Biden's neck saying, you are not in charge. I'm the captain now. Do you understand? Listen to the clip. Obama said it in real time. Go. Thank you. Vice President Biden. Vice President. (laughs) 
That was a joke. Please. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Barack Obama's vice president. And I'm Joe Biden's husband. Yeah, because every joke is really funny the second time you hear it. That's right. Joe Biden, of course, has to go up and do like a trained animal, like has like a trained old dog that has a single trick, has to go up and like repeat the joke that Barack Obama already said. Was it a joke or was it just a direct sleight of hand, a slap across the face? Was Joe Biden, Chris Rock, and was Barack Obama, Will Smith in this scenario? I'm not sure, but let's just say... Joe Biden uh, did not did not keep uh, his na- his wife's name out of his mouth. Joe Biden rambled on about Jill for some reason, f- saying that Jill is too busy or working at this event. You want to know why Jill wasn't there? Jill wasn't there because she didn't want to watch humiliation porn happen to her old geriatric husband. That's right. The night nurse had left the building. The former president recounted his effort to get Obamacare passed, even though it was deeply unpopular with Americans. Obama said there's a lot of misinformation flying around. Joe commented that Obama's return to the White House recounted a lot of memories. It feels like the good old days, Joe Biden says. It feels like the good old days. Is it the good old days, Joe? Is this what the good old days looked like? You hoovering around inside of a clout cluster around Obama? You being abjectly ignored by everyone in the room, including your own staffers? That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, the president should never be left alone. You you know that this is like rule number one of White House protocol. Do not leave the president alone. The president needs staff. The president needs people around him. All you saw yesterday was Joe Biden wandering alone like a dying, wilted old houseplant left in the corner that hadn't been watered in a hundred years. Joe Biden, a pathetic hangers-on to Barack Obama. This clip, the most devastating and pathetic image in the United States history of the presidency. Go. What you're watching there is animalistic power dynamics, okay? When you see a silverback gorilla in the jungle or a lion uh, on, on, uh, on a, uh, the Serengeti, it's surrounded by the people who wish to absorb the power. They are absorbing the power of the alpha. That's what's happening there at the White House. Joe Biden is not an alpha. Joe Biden is a beta with a lowercase b. Barack Obama is the one with the power. And trust me, ladies and gentlemen, I did 15 years hard service in Washington, D.C. I've had press credentials. I've been in every vaulted room in that city. I've asked questions in the White House press briefing. I have been inside of every little chamber, including the speaker's balcony and the the Oval Office. I know these people. 
I've sat with them, met with them, and lived with them. There is not a single currency in Washington, D.C. other than power. It is all a power dynamic. That's it. The only thing that they care about is the absorption and the hoovering of power and the, the, the flocking to it like a moth to one of those blue light zappers on your back porch in Louisiana. They flock to it. These people, they're so empty in their souls. They're so godless. They must absorb the power of this earth, right? They don't know the power of heaven. They don't know the power of salvation. They don't know the power of having a happy family life or friends or a career where you make something or do something with your life. They only know hollow, empty gestures of power and they flock to it like maggots. And so that's why when a celebrity or when somebody famous comes through Washington, D.C., it's nothing but like a slugfest of people globbing onto them. That's why you see that with Joe Biden and Barack Obama. That's why that dynamic is there. Joe Biden has no power. Obama has all the power. Nature is telling us who's in charge. These people, they don't value money. They just printed $7 trillion out of nothing. The money means nothing to them. It's the power, the absorption of it. They don't value anything other than this. And those images show you in clear, stark relief without any editorializing who's in charge. According to the Daily Mail, Joe Biden's own staff abandoned him at this event. Joe Biden's own vice president abandoned him at this event. You saw in that clip, Kamala Harris wasn't even paying attention to Joe Biden. Kamala Harris works for Joe Biden. Kamala Harris ran on a ticket for Joe Biden. Kamala Harris was like sidled up, literally in front of the hip of Barack Obama. You can see her there standing at his hip. Disgusting. Look at the image. Look at the image on your screen right now. That's the sitting president of the United States begging for attention like a, like a humiliated child at recess. And Kamala Harris not even, not even noticing. The guard not even noticing. Joe Biden's staff not even noticing. According to the Daily Mail, Joe Biden ignored by his own staff and vice president as they flocked to Barack Obama during ex-president's first trip back to the White House. Former President Obama joined uh, Biden at the White House to talk about the destroying health care in America uh, and their great job at doing that. Following his speech, Obama was seen shaking hands with fans and fellow uh, politicians in the East Room as Joe wandered around looking confused. Biden was also seen standing behind Obama and Kamala as they shook hands with people and they watched uh, on with no one paying any attention to him. The clip has garnered online reactions with some people saying the president was outshone by his former boss and that he looked lost. I guess we know who the real president is running the White House and it ain't Joe. Ha ha ha. Very funny. That's a really interesting piece of internet commentary. Of course, Barack Obama would never openly talk about running for a third term with a useless sack of moldy potatoes and an earpiece in his ear as Barack Obama pulls the strings behind the scenes and lets this man take the slings and arrows of his failed policy to corrupt and destroy this nation because Barack Obama himself is utterly and irredeemably corrupted. Barack Obama would never have the cheek or the chutzpah to go on camera or the just bloody cheek. He would never say that out loud. Of course, we don't have footage of Barack Obama claiming that that's all Joe Biden is, is an earpiece 
for his own failed policies and the destruction of America. No, no, no. The hubris, not even Obama's hubris, the man who thought he could lower or raise the, the, the oceans, right? The seas began to recede. That's what Barack Obama said upon his inauguration, right? Yeah, that's why he owns so much beachfront property because he can lower or raise the levels of the ocean. Man, these people need Jesus. Whew. These people got to find them some Jesus. I'll tell you what, they are uh, cruising for a bruising. Barack Obama would never say that, but of course he did. Listen. What you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man, or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats, mm -hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Wow. I, I'd be fine with it. The hubris of these people will be their undoing. The scriptures say pride cometh before destruction, and we will pray for justice. We'll see. Justice seems on the horizon, at the very least, for Hunter Biden and the Biden family. Fox News, Peter Schweitzer, the foremost expert on the Hunter Biden criminality. Peter Schweitzer, an accomplished, best-selling author and investigator, reporter, and journalist, says the Biden family scandal involves Joe Biden period. This is the big question right now is how much did Joe know? What did Joe know? And when did he know it about his son's criminality and selling of his office? This is indeed found in the Hunter Biden email and laptop scandals. The big guy or Celtic as Joe Biden is known in these mysterious emails are and evidently Joe Biden indeed. And Peter Schweitzer says that this has been confirmed because Tony Bobulinski, the business partner, uh, who set up the entire scandal, right? He set up the entire charade. The entire company was run on a edifice that was built by a man named Tony Bobulinski. Tony Bobulinski says, yes, the big guy is Joe Biden. Joe Biden was directly benefiting from the deals and the government policies that he directed in places like Ukraine and China. Take it away, Peter Schweitzer. The time for reckoning is here. Uh, this is a Biden family scandal, and it involves Joe Biden. I mean, the way to think about it is Hunter Biden and James Biden and the other family members who are profiting off of Joe Biden's position, they're kind of like moons circling a planet, and the planet is Joe Biden, and it's that gravitational pull that gives them the ability to cash in and leverage their their um, relatives, uh, in the case of Hunter Biden, his father's power for their benefit. Uh, but what we know is clear. We know that the 10% for the big guy refers to Joe Biden. We know that Joe Biden uh, was having some of his bills paid by his son while he was vice president of the United States. His son, Hunter Biden, was getting that money from overseas. And we know that also Hunter Biden was paying for other costs uh, for the big guy, for his dad, for renovations on his home in Delaware, etc. So you can't separate this. You can't say this is just a Hunter Biden financial scandal because Joe Biden is intimately involved and is indeed a beneficiary of some of those foreign funds. My wife and I love the the last time I think that the corporate media and corporate Hollywood entertainment was funny was Seinfeld. We love the show Seinfeld. We rewatched this show. It's going on 30 years old and it's just, it's as funny as ever. It's actually more funny now. 
given our woke society. Seinfeld is a gem. There's a character named George Costanza. He's kind of a doofus who's just dumb. He just kind of falls ass backwards into bad luck and uh, bad things happen to him and he makes all these horrible decisions with his life. He's a real mess up. His father, Frank Costanza, has this line about George as it pertains to one episode. I don't remember which one it is. And Frank Costanza, played by uh, 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 Ben Stiller's uh, father, Jerry Stiller. Anyway, Frank Costanza goes, my George ain't, ain't smart enough to pull off a scandal like that. <laughs> the father saying that his son is just too stupid to pull off a heist or a hoax like this in a certain episode, and that's what I think about the dynamic between Joe and Hunter. Hunter Biden isn't smart enough to pull this stuff off. Somebody was directing him. Somebody was making him the bag man. The fat stacks were rolling through Hunter, and they were on their way to the big guy. Hunter Biden in his own text messages are saying that Joe Biden forced him to give him half his salary because Joe Biden was the person behind this operation, which is probably why this is all coming apart because Joe Biden ain't much smarter than Hunter. Joe Biden's chief of staff currently right now, Ron Klain, asked Hunter Biden for $2,000 for the vice president's residence in 2020 in 2012 and told him to keep it low, low key. Hmm, that's really interesting. You had Ron Klain, who's the current White House chief of staff, out flacking for Joe Biden. Of course, Jen Psaki is going off to the magical, uh, the, the magical uh, conspiracy theory cloud in the sky known as MSNBC, where she will be able to spout with impunity uh, every conceivable level of complete jackassery uh, and and never, ever be called on it. Never, ever. Ha- I mean, Peter Ducey, how annoying to not be able to just lie with impunity. You have someone who's trying to check you uh, in front of you. How obnoxious that must be for the censorship crew. Uh, Jen Psaki is leaving the White House. Various members of Kamala's staff. I think she's up to 12 people leaving. People are fleeing the Biden administration. Ron Klain sticking around and Ron Klain trying to flack this weekend for the Biden family saying that, hey, Hunter Biden and James Biden, they may be guilty of sin. This has nothing to do with Joe. That is another lie. And Ron Klain knows it because now we have emails with Ron Klain essentially begging for money from Hunter. The cesspool, it goes ever deeper. The rat's nest. They crawl ever further into the earth. Man, these people, such scum. Listen to the report from Fox about Ron Klain's slobbering emails on his knees, groveling and begging Hunter for cash. It's disgusting. Fox News has reviewed emails from White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain back in 2012 when Klain was chair of the Vice President's Residence Foundation. Klain reached out to Hunter Biden in September 2012 for help in raising $20,000, telling him to, quote, keep this low, low key to prevent bad PR. That foundation is a nonprofit used to assist in preserving and furnishing the Vice President's official residence. Critics note Klain's communication with Hunter shows that he knew it didn't look right, so he tried to keep it quiet. And yet when he needed money from the Biden family for his project, he went to Hunter Biden. Brett? We'll follow all the developments. Mike, thank you. So Ron Klain is actually slobbering to Hunter Biden for dirty money. Oh, man. They're so stupid. The emails reported by Fox News emerged after Klain told ABCs this week that he was confident that Hunter Biden didn't break the law following new reports about the breadth of federal investigations into his taxes. 
He further explained to Hunter in these emails, it's not much, we gotta raise 20 grand. This came a week before Barack Obama and Joe Biden stood for re-election on the ballot. Klain, Biden's longtime advisor, wanted to keep the solicitation on the down low. We need to keep this low, low, low energy low key because raising money for the residents now is bad PR. But it has to be done, so I'm trying to just collect 10 checks for $2,000 and get it done in a week, and then we could have an event for the residents. We can have a formal fundraiser. Is this okay? He wanted to know of Hunter, in the, uh, uh, who was in private business at the time. Klain didn't explain why he had to keep it low-key. That would be interesting to find out through congressional subpoena. He may have wanted to signal that Biden thought he would be living in the residence at the Naval Observatory for another four years before the voters weighed in. Klain, because of course it's not about the residence, it's not about this historic building, it's not about anything having to do with America and its history. See, America's history started when Joe Biden was born uh, in what Joe Biden would tell you is an immaculate conception, probably in a retelling, where his doctor was named Corn Pop and the night nurse was named Big Mama. I'm working on it. Eric will be in touch, Hunter wrote back. That's right. American history started when Joe Biden was born and the people around Joe Biden, and it will end when Joe Biden is gone. Joe Biden sees America as something that serves him, not as him being someone who serves America. Who cares if he's fundraising to keep the residents of the vice president up to snuff? Wouldn't that be something that we'd all agree is a good thing? But of course not. No, no, no. These people are in it for themselves. They want to strip mine this place. They want to wreck this country. They don't believe in America. They believe America's time is done, and we believe otherwise. That is why we fight on this show, ladies and gentlemen. It's why we do this show every single day to give you the truth that may not make it into your social media feeds. We're be ha- we will be happy to put it there because we have our priorities straight here on The Benny Show. We care about three things in this order, God, family, country. We want to organize our lives in order to create a better America, a place that we could leave for our kids. That's the purpose here. We're born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. And we want to expose the people that are trying to destroy this place, the best country that's ever existed on this earth. We've been here for 35 years. We want this place to exist for another 3,500 years and then beyond that. And the only way we're going to do that is by having the right priority and by fighting and pushing back. Thank you for fighting along with us. Thank you for watching. If you want to help out this show, like and subscribe on the platform that you're watching it on. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you share it. We don't have any corporate sponsors. We are 100% independent and we intend to stay that way because that's the number one way that we can deliver you the truth. That's what this show is all about. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show.